What's up, everyone? I'm Catherine Rudder, and you're listening to Life in the Fast Stream. <laughs> or you're watching. You guys are making me laugh because you have the same headphones on, and you're <laughs> sitting. Okay, I'm gonna keep rolling. You are listening like this if you want. Yeah, yeah, make some funny faces. You're listening to Life in the Fast Chain, or you're watching because we are uh, recording these mini-sodes. I am here with founder and CEO of Ledger Tech, Aaron Tierer. Um, he has a million def- uh, different ways to say his name, so I think I said it wrong, but maybe I said the American way, and I, I definitely didn't do the Hebrew, Hebrew way. Did I do okay? You did perfectly well, actually. Oh, okay, cool. I kind of blacked out when I said it because I got so nervous that I was going to say it wrong. You were absolutely fine. (laughs) This intro is funny. Okay, we also have Ronnie from R3. Ronnie, you've joined me on the podcast before, so thank you for joining me again. Thank you for having me back again. I didn't think that would happen. I know, I know. The one of the episodes, the episode I had you on, I feel like um, I kind of uh, ganged up on you a little bit. And uh, made some funny, funny jokes, but it was fun. I look forward to doing it again with Aaron. <laughs> so Aaron and I have already talked about it, so we are going to be ganging up on you now. Okay, that's fine. Fair game. I'm like the outlier here because I don't have the big black uh, headphones on. Well, yeah, and we figured you can't really edit those parts out. That's like pretty much the entire Minnesota. <laughs> True. Um, okay, so you, uh, wait, Ronnie, where are you? You're in the tri-state area, right? I am, yeah. So, of course, work out of our New York office when it was open and when it will open, but I'm, I'm, I'm home. I'm in New Jersey right now. Cool. And Aaron, you are in a much cooler place. You're in Israel, right? Yes, <laughs> I'm stranded in my second home in Israel. I live that in Switzerland. That doesn't sound too bad. No, actually, it's really, it's really nice, but... Uh, I live in Zurich, and okay. about three months ago, I decided to come and visit Israel, and then the corona happened, and all the <laughs> and flights were stuck. canceled. I got stuck, yeah. Well, at least you're stuck in your own home. I've heard of people stuck in, like, hotels and Airbnbs in different no, places. No, I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in my own home. I'm very happy about that, and actually, where you look at an emergency situation, I think it's better to be in a country that have been in a state of emergency since it was founded in 1948, rather than in <laughs> Switzerland that haven't seen a war for 800 years. <laughs> so That's fair. Resilient, yeah. resilient. How's the weather for you? Are you able to like, go outside and at least while you're in quarantine? The weather is amazing. It's, I think today, 28, 29 degrees. Last mm-hmm. week it went above 30 for a few days. Uh, nice. So. It's amazing. I've been swimming every day in my pool. It's barbecuing. It's like, Living large in quarantine. It's not. Actually, quarantine is pretty much over in Israel right now. They opened, oh. restaurants, they opened restaurants yesterday. So we went, for a, yeah, we went for a first dinner out, and it was nice. That's uh, so nice. Okay, I have some questions for you before we get into... who you are and what uh, Ledger Tech does because I'm very interested in this because I I will say and I want to say this every minisode 
we are so lucky that throughout coronavirus that we're able to have our jobs and we're able to continue working because there are so many people who have lost jobs. I have friends, family who have uh, lost jobs because of coronavirus. And so we're so lucky we're able to work digitally. True. That said, I miss going to restaurants so much. And I've done my part. I've been quarantined. I've, I've been smart. I'm trying to like stop the spread and everything. I miss restaurants more than anything. That was like my thing that to try new places and in New York city, it's amazing. Do you feel that rest, like the restaurant scene has changed now that they've opened it up? Have they taken out tables? Like what's the situation? I need to know for my mental health moving forward. It's not too much difference. You know, they okay. check your temperature when you walk in or at least really? pretend they do. Yeah. Really? Oh, that's yeah, interesting. They like the waiter is supposed to, to wear a mask, which okay. they partially do. More as a... Uh, Poor mask, but let their nose out. Yeah, more <laughs> as an ornament rather than uh, <laughs> a health hazard. Uh, other than that, it's pretty much that there's a bit more distance between the tables, but let's say, I don't know, 10, 15 inches more. Uh, and other than that, it's, it's all the same. That is pretty interesting. So, well, in Switzerland, I would assume it's not like that. So you're probably going to stay in Israel for a little while, right? Uh, actually, they opened restaurants in Switzerland two weeks ago. Everyone's fine but us. <laughs> well, your president didn't seem to think that Corona is something serious. Uh, and by the time he got a grip on himself, oh, yeah. it was a bit too late. That's fair. That is fair. I think especially in New York, they took... Uh, a lot of extreme actions, I think, just like a little too late. Um, yeah. Look, when, so. when it started in Israel, uh, I was supposed to go skiing in February to St. Anton. And when things started, I said to myself, it's, it's probably not a very good idea because all the guys from northern Italy who uh, has school holidays will probably go to uh, uh, Austria as well, which they did. And yeah. one, of, one of the biggest... Uh, uh, outbreaks of Corona was actually in the ski resorts in uh, in Austria, in Ischgl and Alberg wow. and so on. So, oh wow, I, I was I was very lucky not to go. Yeah. And then they started quarantining in Israel, so they closed restaurants just three days after my birthday. So I did manage to have a proper birthday dinner out. Silver linings. And, and then. Uh, Basically, we were stranded at home for a few weeks. You were only allowed to leave for shopping, uh, wearing masks, gloves. Uh, yeah. You weren't supposed to uh, get away for more than, uh, I think, two or 300 yards from, from your house. And the police were at checkpoints and they were checking people and giving tickets and whatever. So, wow. Yeah. But things have relaxed uh, over the last uh, months. So, that is good to hear. I hope that's in our future right. soon. My birthday is coming up and I keep on making plans with my friends because I'm kind of a birthday diva. And <laughs> I uh, and I'm I just feel like it's all gonna get kind of pushed away. But I'll just make it'll be an excuse to have a birthday month instead of birthday weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. Now all I need for them is to open the airports and we'll be fine. Yes. Yeah, I do miss uh, traveling. Ronnie, how is it in um, 
the suburbs because I was in the suburbs for a little while and I thought that was interesting because I also went back into the city to grab some things because I have a puppy. Actually, I have no idea where my dog is. Um, but, uh, and New York was very interesting because they had opened up some bars and like windows to bars yeah. where you could get beer and stuff from those windows, which I thought was interesting because it felt like a step, but still not really there. How are you feeling, Ronnie? It's, it's pretty much a lockdown situation where I am. So again, like I'm like just across the Hudson. So we are like yeah. the first town that you hit when you get off GWB. So we were hit pretty hard because of all the transient population yeah. moving out of New York. Um, restaurants are open for takeout, deliveries. So that's all good. Um, I think over the weekend we had good weather. So the state parks are open for hikes and trails and yeah. stuff like that. So that's not too bad. But yeah, otherwise, just like you, I really, really miss restaurants. I miss going out for a meal. I've resorted to like takeouts and Uber deliveries and stuff like that for food. But, you know, it, it sucks. But my birthday is in September, so I'm hoping by then things ease up. <laughs> this is the first episode I've ever had where three people, people are talking about their birthday plans uh, and how they're affected by coronavirus. Um, anyways, yeah, that, that gives me a little hope for hopefully it feels like we've flattened the curve now, like we're saying in the U.S., but I just, the next few weeks will be very telling here. Um, yeah. So crazy times, but again, happy we're healthy and have our jobs and are able to work from home. So on that note, how has business been for you? What, well, let me back up. What is Ledger Tech for people who do not know who you guys are? We've developed a digital insurance framework based on uh, blockchain on the uh, R3 Core DLT, uh, which mm -hmm. helps uh, enterprise insurance companies to go fully digital, uh, to shorten the uh, customer journey, make the whole interaction between the customer, the insurance company, and the entire insurance ecosystem much nicer, friendlier, faster, transparent, secure. Basically, yeah. bring all the advantages of blockchain into this industry. Yeah. And actually, as funny as it may sound, I think that uh, the corona actually didn't do us too bad because a lot of insurers now realize that they have to go digital. Yeah. And guess what? We're there to help them. So Yeah. It's kind of like pushing them over the edge a little bit. Yeah, it also gave us uh, like a three months uh, period to fix, uh, like to focus on the uh, last release of our product. Mm -hmm. So we, we just introduced uh, uh, parametric and P2P insurance. And before that, we were talking to design partners about uh, uh, developing it together. But uh, a lot of our design partners are in Japan and they were on total lockdown for, uh, for a while. So we just carry it on, and now we're in a situation where they can actually see the product, install it, uh, uh, run it. So it makes things easier for us. Wow. So in a way, it was, I was a bit disappointed because suddenly I had all my business trips canceled, and I'm used to uh, uh, sitting in front of customers, and that was a bit uh, upsetting for me. But I think the advantage, especially in the long run, are phenomenal. Yeah, I think I, I've talked to a lot of people who have in this space also had that. So obviously outside of the blockchain and emerging tech space, it's very different. But uh, for for these like startups and companies who are trying to like convince clients and people to go digital, 
it's kind of like you don't need as much help convincing because exactly the world we live in. In in Switzerland, uh, everything advanced to digital in the last 60 days faster than it did in the past 10 years. Because oh, I'm sure. They had no choice. I'm not talking about just insurance. I'm talking about everything. And yeah, but insurance must be kind of like, I feel like insurance, that world is like a little more difficult than other. And that may be just a bias that I have, but look, it would be kind of, I feel like it's a little difficult to get insurers to jump on board because of all the, ba- like the processes that, it just sounds like a, a big mess. <laughs> well, what Which I is where for, you come in because you're helping and solving yeah, it. So. <laughs> what I did for 15 years uh, in the previous company uh, we sold to IBM was to help large financial institutions, especially insurance companies, to better understand their enterprise systems. So, uh, yeah. Mainframe, iSeries, SAP, and so on. And through that, we learned about the complexities and the difficulties that they are dealing with every time they want to uh, come up with, uh, with a new product or a new way to, uh, uh, to consume insurance. And uh, yeah. actually, uh, some of them got their ass kicked by uh, new uh, insurtech startups that uh, offered uh, new ways to, uh, to consume insurance like uh, Lemonade, Next Insurance, Hippo, and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were under pressure to, uh, to go digital. And combining yeah. the understanding we have with their uh, existing enterprise systems and policy administration systems and our understanding with blockchain, we were able to come with the uh, Legitech Digital Insurance Framework that does exactly that. So it sits on top of their existing policy administration systems, integrates with a set of APIs, so there's not a lot of uh, work needed to be done in order to deploy it. And then they yeah. get the advantages of blockchain and going digital uh, relatively quickly. So, yeah. so you're absolutely right. It is, it is difficult, but we're making it much simpler, faster, cheaper. Yeah, that's why you guys exist. Um, <laughs> Ronnie, how do you think uh, working from home, how has that helped, like, or how has that impacted the way you do business? Yeah, it's, it's uh, similar to Aaron's uh, experience. There's, there's been the downside that there were a couple of really important meetings that we had and then we went into lockdown so we have to do them um, virtually which uh, was probably not as impactful as things could have been but then there's been the upside to it where um, we've been like trying to do some workshops with a lot of clients where they've got to bring in several stakeholders or with some of our partners where they've got a geographically dispersed team of the insurance sales folks and we need in here to talk to them Pre-corona, it was just not possible because aligning schedules across 30, 40 individuals was just not happening. But yeah. now that everyone's working from home, I think people just are open to taking a 7 a.m. call or doing something at 9 in the night. So in some ways, that's helped. It's, it's, I, think, I think overall from, from like a business perspective and like just getting uh, grabbing more mind share in, in, a, in a weird way, this has helped. And kind of like piggybacking off what Aaron says, insurance has uh, has kind of started on this digital journey. They probably started about eight, nine, ten years ago. But Corona yeah. just uh, accelerated all of this because it's not just about, and, and from a blockchain perspective, to be really selfish over here, uh, I think what they realized is not before, before COVID, um, an insurer probably would focus on being digital, digital internally. But now they realize that 
So like they use a lot of third party services and now the third party services are impacted because of everything yeah. that's going on. So now they realize that for them to be digital, they also need to be external facing and look at their partner network for lack of better word. And that's exactly where Corda comes in. When you start looking at processes that cross organizational boundaries, those are like perfect use cases for blockchain and specifically for Corda. So, so in that sense, I think it's, it's uh, helped, it's at least like personally, it's helped me have more focused conversations and, and conversations that are like really driving towards an outcome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Aaron, tell us, tell us straight, how is it working with Ronnie? Well, I've been doing it for, what, a year and a half now, Ronnie? <laughs> <laughs> I got used to it. <laughs> no, actually, I'm actually, in a quiet Yeah, actually, it's great. He actually managed to convince me to uh, switch from Hyperledger Fabric to R3 Corda. Oh, really? Ronnie! Yes. So, I'd say he did a pretty good job. <laughs> That's impressive. Good job, Ronnie. Snaps for Ron Man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it was oh, very, okay. Look, it was very persistent at first. We didn't want to hear about you guys because, you know, we just left IBM. We had a lot on our yeah. plate. Uh, so it seemed natural yeah. for us to use Hyperledger Fabric. But it was persistent enough. And eventually I managed to convince my R&D to take a look at your product. And then surprise, surprise, they said it's better than IBM. So... Oh my goodness, I didn't pay you to say that either. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, so, that's, well, yeah, I feel like going from IBM to being like, let's pivot over to R3, coming over to the dark side. I've got to put it out there, not, uh, not to take any names, but they actually had a signed contract with a customer on Fabric and they convinced the customer to re-sign it, but this time on Corda. True. Oh my God. Like getting an insurer to sign the same contract twice, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it did took uh, some uh, <laughs> red tape and stuff, but yeah. I love that. So we've talked about kind of how the insurance industry um, has been kind of forced into this digital uh, place and how, how you guys at Ledger Tech have been able to be a lot more focused. Um, do you... For you've been able to like push out a lot more stuff, but I find like our coder, like our developers, have been working like before. I feel like there was always and there always is going to be an interesting dynamic between um, developers and then like the C suite or like uh, the kind of suit and tie people. I think this has been such an amazing experience for to watch because you see the people who are like you must come into the office or like we, we need everyone there every day, nine to five, eight to six, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and then the developers were like, Oh, but I do my best work at night. So there's been like a, or like working from home and like, whatever. So there's always, there's been that friction. I feel like they're kind of meeting in the middle. And I would say, uh, and tell me if you agree or disagree with this, that I think it's a pretty funny time of now the people who are very like you, you cannot work from home or we do not agree with you working from home because you get the most output in an office uh, to being like, oh, okay, I get it. Like I'm actually very efficient when I work from home and have the right setup. And then you have some of the developers being like, oh, I appreciate 
being in the office as well, who were like super against it. Do you kind of see that as well? Because I feel like we've been so efficient and have been churning out content, which I don't think either side would have would have seen. For us, working from home is something that we're really used to. Uh, oh, that's true. I've been working with, uh, actually, the Legitech, the Legitech team used to work for me before at, uh, at Easy Source, the company that we sold to IBM, and then at IBM. So we've been working yeah. together for some of us more than 15 years, some of us more than 10 years. Uh, yeah. But we've been working together, so we're really familiar with each other. We really know what to expect, what mm-hmm. people are good at, what they're not so good at. And so we don't really have this, uh, this issue. And... Uh, uh, we're pretty distributed, so we have development yeah. done in uh, uh, Bucharest and Tel Aviv. We have sales in Zurich and Tokyo. So a lot of people are kind of uh, working uh, either from home or on business trips or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of. And you know what? Even at IBM, I had an office uh, size of a small football field, but I've. <laughs> I've been there maybe once every two to three months because if you don't swipe your employee card at your home office, uh, after 30 days, it expires. So <laughs> I would literally go swipe my card, say hi to one or two people, and then go back. Okay, so working from home is like super – It's easier for you. I would say the hardest thing about working from home when you are used to it is that you take out the travel, and that's, that's different. I yeah, look, I've been stranded in Israel now for about three months. Yeah. I I've never been for so long in one place. Oh, I'm sure. Since since my days in the Navy, I don't think I've never been somewhere <laughs> for that long period of time. Yeah, that I think a lot of people can relate to that, which yeah, is and pretty crazy. It's a bit nice, but uh, I kind of miss the um, being meeting face to face with customers, and uh, I really miss the sushi in Tokyo. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. I miss food. I've been spending quite a lot of time there for the past twenty years, and kind of I really miss going back there. Wow, very worldly. Um, I definitely miss. Not even making fun of me. I saw that. Um, I definitely miss uh, traveling and going to, to different places. I spent quite some time in London in the fall, um, mm. which I loved, uh, and I love being over there and meeting all those people. Oh, I um, love Weren't you given oh, an honorary no. British citizenship when you went London last time around? You were there for like what six, seven, eight weeks at a stretch. I was there for a long time, Ronnie. Didn't you go twice while I was there? You were like you didn't you? I think you did. Ronnie, if you want to, if you want a British citizenship, all you have to do is marry me. I'm a British citizen. (laughs) You'll get your passport right away. Oh my gosh. Wait, how many, how many places have you lived? Do you have a few different, so citizenship wise? Yes, I'm a dual nationality, Israeli and British. Um, And I spend my time between uh, Zurich, uh, Caesarea in Israel, and the island of Lesbos in Greece. Okay. <laughs> That's Can where I marry you? <laughs> Wait, is this, is this like the first ever proposal on life in the past chain? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Now, I'm the third wheel. Should I kind of just log off? You guys can figure out your citizenship and passport pieces. 
As long as I don't get American citizenship after we marry Catherine, I'm okay, because otherwise I'm going to be screwed for taxes. <laughs> okay, I don't know how it works, because I haven't looked into this. <laughs> But, uh, okay, I think, can you, can you marry an American and not get their citizenship? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can. Oh, okay, yeah, then, okay, can. that works. You don't have to. But can I take on yours? Yes, of course. And actually, it will, it will be wise for you to give up your American one, because Americans have to pay taxes in the U.S. regardless of where they live. I think that's the only country in the world. Yeah, America. Well, yeah, most, most countries you pay taxes based on your residency and not on your citizenship. And in the U.S., mm. you have to pay. So can can I just give up my citizenship? Yeah, but you yeah, need another sorry. one. You cannot be citizen. <laughs> I can't just be a <laughs> So guys, once, given that I made this introduction, once you figure this out, could you just adopt me and I inherit the citizenship? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are a plethora judge, of options here. Yeah, yeah you judge, don't need to pay for college. Uh, yeah, judging from what I see on uh, WhatsApp and Instagram, he cooks very well. So, you know, we might consider adopting him. <laughs> Can you clean? What's that? Can you clean? I, I'll bring my Roomba along with me. <laughs> That's right. cheating. Don't they work in themselves? <laughs> well, well, I guess I'll do it. So citizenship and that could be like two, three, four citizenships in the mix. Oh, wow. Guys, what a laugh. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll arrange this later. <laughs> But um, anyways, um, how do you guys think that... I don't even know how to get back to business you think of that. Um, <laughs> How do you think that the, the uh, moving forward, post-coronavirus, hopefully, I mean, whatever, whatever that looks like, what uh, do you guys think it'll look like for uh, the insurance industry and then ledger tech just in general? Well, I think the uh, move to digital is going to be faster. Uh, they yeah. look for uh, uh, better ways to interact and increase sales uh, with customers and uh, I think for us, it's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm already seeing the, uh, the response, uh, and Ronnie is aware of the uh, uh, conversations. We're, we're having normally, yeah. I'd say, one to three conversations with a customer a day, which wow. is actually before Corona, we didn't. So wow. there, was, there was interest and whatever, but it took, it took more time. And suddenly, the level of, in, of interest uh, uh, rose dramatically so uh, yeah. I, I i'm really looking forward to it yeah you guys are definitely going to be very busy it sounds yeah there's so my working. summer vacation yeah <laughs> i mean you can't really travel right now anyways so <laughs> might as well be working i guess and you have nice weather you're fine yeah just um, i miss gris as well <laughs> i'm sure you do i i <laughs> love speaker <laughs> Ronnie have been doing calls with me when I was sitting in, in my house in Lesbos, which is right on the sea. So basically my awesome. office there is like, uh, is like a table surrounded by olive trees on one side and the sea on the other side. And that's really yeah. mean when I have conference calls with him. He, he had a very stressful working environment. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good that you're able to at least be in Israel kind of away from from the craziness. But I guess either way, in Switzerland, they started opening up. So you've got a pretty no, good setup. Is good. Yeah. We're kind of, a, yeah, that's, that's pretty great. And as long as everyone's healthy and we're working, that's 
that's uh, what matters. But thank you guys both for joining me today. This is a very fun episode. <laughs> um, I appreciate you guys taking the time. And I've been so all over the place with work because everything's digital now. And, and my job has just been blowing up on the marketing team. But uh, I'm so happy we made the time. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you.